0: Hi friend, you are listening to Boldly Created Podcast. Join your favorite duo as they bring on guests from all walks of life and allow you to feel like you are sitting with your besties chatting about life, Jesus, and navigating your 20s. Check in weekly for new episodes and laughs. Now grab your favorite drink and sit back and enjoy the show.
1: Hey you guys, we're back with another episode and this week we are talking about marriage and we have a returning guest. They were on our season 2 of Boldly Created and now they're going to be on season 5. So we will welcome Adriana and Tyler.
2: Hey,
3: what's up everyone?
2: Hey everybody. We're so glad you guys are back. Thanks.
3: Thank you for having us. Yeah, it's
2: good to be here.
1: So I guess we can start with the BC question because it's been a while. So... Adriana, Tyler, what would you tell your before Christ self, your BC self?
2: What would I tell my BC self? Yes. Okay. So I guess for me, it's a little bit different because I was like born into the church. Um, <laughs> So I'm like one of those stories where I'm like, what's my testimony? I don't really know. I mean, I guess I've lived li- like a few seasons of life where." My relationship with God has been stronger in some seasons than others. Um, but I don't know what I would like. Oh, my BC self. Maybe like stop overthinking mm-hmm. everything and um, stop trying to compare yourself to everyone around you and to just keep your eyes straight ahead um and that like your life's gonna work out it's it's gonna be fine and you don't have to try to plan everything in your life um because I used to have like this little plan um of like my little journal like what I thought I would achieve by this age and I think those are just like some downfalls of myself and like comparison and all that but I think it would just be like, hey girl, just wait it out. Enjoy the season that you're in. Stop trying to like hop ahead to the next one because life flies really fast. So I think that's kind of like the summary of what I would tell myself. Mm. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think um, similar to Adriana, I got saved at a pretty early age and basically grew up in church. But I guess looking back, I probably would have been a lot more gracious on myself. I feel like um the version of my relationship with God that I understood when I got saved was very performance-based or um, I don't know, like just there was definitely an image or something that came along with that or a prototype. And I guess as you mature, you don't always fall into that prototype, but at the same time, be gracious with yourself to, Realize that your relationship doesn't have to look just like what was modeled for you. And I don't mean to take away from what was modeled. It's just everybody's going to be very different. So Mm -hmm. uh, I don't feel like I was very gracious of myself to allow myself to be human in my younger years because of the environment I grew up in at times. So.
0: Well, first of all, I just wanted to say, um, for anybody who doesn't know, um, Adriana is the photographer who has done our boldly created photo shoot. Yeah. So all of the pictures that you see on our Instagram are from Miss Adriana. So you should definitely go check her out. And also she is Jared and I's wedding photographer. So I just have to announce that because it's so exciting. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Lily <laughs> and Jared, you're <laughs> <our fan. laughs> we love you. But um for all the listeners who maybe don't know you as well as we do,
2: how long have you guys been married? So this November will be six years for us married. Yes, thank you.
1: Congratulations.
2: Guys. Thank you. I like to say that it's kind of like we kind of sped through the first year really, really, really fast because mm-hmm. he was traveling so much when we first got married. So it really feels like our fifth year of marriage. Yeah, <laughs> because that's fair. He was gone 130 nights our first night, our first year of marriage. So six years on paper. It's <laughs> 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 reality. Oh, I love
0: it. Yeah, no, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tracking, I'm
2: tracking.
0: <laughs> so our next question is, what is the best marriage advice you both have ever received or received to date? <laughs>
2: what would you say?
3: Yeah. Um, I think the best thing is, um, uh, and take notes, Lily, really, because you're about to be married, right? I know. Trust me, I'm you, taking I, notes. i going to give you the best marriage notes. Uh, uh, I guess, like for me, it's just learning to love your significant other and the different seasons that they're in because they are going to change a lot. And you are too, obviously, but sometimes you don't necessarily see, you don't always see the changes in yourself as much because it's you but you definitely it's easy to recognize the changes in your significant other and you just have to like continually remind yourself why you fell in love with that person in whatever season you got married in and then of course like be willing to fall in love with the person that your significant other is changing and as they evolve because they're (laughs) we've probably gone through numerous seasons both and we probably have thousands more to come. Tyler
2: (laughs) 4.0
3: Like, you might not (laughs) not be as good as I was at, like, Tyler 2.0. No, No, you're great. No, but, like, (laughs) but reality is, like, some of those changes are not always, like, good changes either, you know, like, people go through, like, people go through highs and lows, right? So, some of those seasons Mm -hmm. not look exactly like you want that other person's season to look like, so you have to kind of be willing to love them through that and then also of course like support them and hopefully just continue to pray for them until they kind of get out of that low that they might be in if that that is the case and then of course prayerfully the changes are just them evolving into the better version of themselves and it's you know it's a a gradual upward climb so that's my uh that's my marriage advice so, yeah. I'll let you so i think for me
2: it's like don't Don't forget to like, okay, you've always heard like, okay, always date. You have to date your husband or date your wife. And like you hear like it's so cliche and so like eh, like whatever. I hear like all the little cliche things, but the cliche things are cliche because they're so true. A lot of them um like don't forget to keep dating is like a big one because it's like I feel like it's so easy when you're in that like dating and like the swooning engaged stage you're like oh what's our life gonna be like and like how many kids are we gonna have are we gonna get a dog or like what's our like what's our goals in life? what's our five-year plan or whatever and then it's like life hits and like reality of like you got paying bills and like you found out that your significant other has these annoying habits that you didn't know about until you actually lived together or you've got to learn how to adapt to each other's driving styles or timely styles or leaving hair in the sink like maybe or (laughs) falling in the toilet at night like that happens but and so like it it just um yeah because you use the toilet (laughs) (laughs) not just randomly falling in the toilet but you know um but all those things kind of compound and it the people i don't know it's easy to for it to be common or just Mm -hmm. for that person to become more like a roommate but like to Don't forget to keep doing the cute little things or like the cute surprises or dates or the little adventures that you want to, that you used to do or those little significant things that seem so minute in the season of life when you're dating or engaged. But then in marriage, it's easy to be like, oh, we easily like live together. So, um, or just like hanging up, hanging out on our phones and stuff instead of like, We'll be sitting on the same couch, but, like, just scrolling on our phones instead of, like, actually having a conversation. Mm. It's so easy yeah. to do that. Unless you're sending TikToks to each other and you're like, oh, my gosh, you have to watch this. <laughs> it <reminds> you of. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. But I would say, like, continually, like, dating the mm. person. I think that is one of the better mm. pieces of advice that I've got.
0: Yeah. Um. I love those answers so much, and I have another question, too, Um, and you kind of touched on this a little bit, but um, just interpret it as you'd like to, but how has Christ upheld your marriage in the challenging or rough times?
2: Ooh, okay, literally, you can't, like, Christ, a marriage without Christ is not like marriage, because he... Is this that like he? It's literally marriage is like ordained by God, it's like something mm. that only works with Christ.
1: Mm.
2: It's not going to be a f- happy, fulfilling marriage without Him. So, the moments of life when we're hectic and we're busy and we're not centering ourselves in Christ, I feel like that's when we feel like at our lows. Mm. And so, like, our highs are when we're both like. After God and like pursuing Him and in prayer and like in the Word and um actually centering our lives around Christ, you know. So I would say there's no such thing as a marriage of contentment and fulfillment without Him, period. Like mm-hmm. that is that's kind of my statement. I'm a kind of an extremist though. So. <laughs> that's how I feel in my my experience in marriage, you know, and if you've ever tried like dating someone or like in the past where it's like, they kind of liked God, but it wasn't like a really good, I don't know, he, they weren't like in a relationship with God. Yeah. You just know, it's like, you're trying to pull that person with you and it's like a struggle. It's like, it feels like pulling dead weight in the, Mm -hmm. in the relationship. So that's like the difference between a marriage when you're like okay, but school is like we're both centered around like we both have Christ in the center of our hearts and like in our lives. Mm -hmm. So then when we come together, it's just like hey, like we're doing this together. Like Tyler, Tyler will be like, hey, Adriana, like in a like a loving way, like just correcting me and vice versa, and like Mm -hmm. we're leading each other as a team. Christ, you
3: want to add to that? Yeah, I would just say too, like um we were actually watching our um our like wedding highlights the other day and I remember um yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh one of the things that um there's there an interview question from the wedding video that kind of triggers my response in that um a lot of times like having that centering too like being two different individuals, you're always going to have things that you have to have a position on, or maybe you have to have a worldview, and um, and it's nice just knowing that that person's kind of going to have that same worldview as you. I mean, I know you hear about it often, like if if you're not equally married, kind of like what Adriana talked about. You know, that's that trickles into it can trickle into your finances that can trickle into the way you want to raise your kids, which we don't really have that going for us right now, but nonetheless, like I've seen that dynamic play out where maybe the spouses had a different worldview on kind of like how to raise kids and things like that. And so that starts to really create a lot of contention when um, people don't like Adriana kind of alluded to, aren't able to recenter back to believing believing the Bible, believing the Bible
1: has a lot of
3: answers to almost every life question you may have. I mean, some of those answers are harder to get to than others, but you know, if you can really dig in or seek advice or hear a sermon that might show how to apply advice, it goes a long way, but it definitely creates a lot more unity uh, just around the relationship when you kind of recognize that that's going to be the center of the relationship. Whereas Mm -hmm so easy to to be very staunch in your own identity. And if your identity is not in Christ, those are going to be very conflicting mm-hmm. persons over anything. So um, that's really all I have to add. Adriana covered a lot as well.
1: I, rolled up. Mm-hmm. I do have a question. So you guys are super busy, both together and individually. How are you guys intentional with time together?
2: Mm-hmm. I think being intentional with time together is literally being intentional <laughs> we're spending time together
3: yeah before we get too far into this let's not say we're perfect at this no this is is unper- perfect answer
2: yes but so we're
3: figuring out uh,
2: we're figuring okay. it out but i think we've done better <laughs> yeah. At yeah because i think the most beautiful thing in life is literally knowing when to say no mm. and learning when to say yes mm. And so that's something that I've had to juggle, but yet yeah, I'm someone that loves to like let my yeses be yes and my noes be noes. Mm-hmm. So like if I commit to something, I'm like let's do this, and then there's no like backing out of it because mm-hmm. I mean I. Mm-hmm. But then I can overwhelm myself and be like, Oh my gosh, I committed all of this to these other people. But like, when am I going to have time for my husband? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I I can't say no to these people after I said, yes, you know? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's been like this journey of like filtering this out. And I'm like such a planner because without a planner or like planning, I kind of, I would be crazy. Cause I, am <laughs> like all over the place. Um, but for me, it's literally just etching out time to be like, okay, I am not putting anything on this weekend. Like mm-hmm. this Friday or this Saturday, we're literally keeping the calendar open and it's like our boo day or whatever to mm-hmm. be like, hey, we're not, I'm not committing to have plans with so-and-so. So if so-and-so reaches out or if I get like a choir invitation, cause I'm in the choir. So like, mm-hmm. and Uh, elevation choir invitation i might be like no because he's going out of town so it's like balancing work and church commitments too because you can only give so much of yourself to so many people and i believe it's like your relationship with jesus your husband and then church commitments Mm. and i think a lot of times where i've seen it go crazy like where I've experienced crazy too and like balancing that out and have seen it is like people over committing themselves to the church in volunteer work and not enough time with their spouse. And then your marriage dies because you're trying to have status at the church. Ooh, burn, right? <laughs> no. yeah. You're right. So like, though. That would be you are. for like Christian women who are like wanting to prioritize their marriage. And if you want to go in that order of like, serving God like you're of course like we serve God together and there's people who are in seasons of life where you guys like volunteer together and that's great and you like spend time together that way like that's awesome like there's no like there might be a little bit of a gray area there but I'm talking like generally when you're like I've got this e-group or connect group and then I've got this volunteer work on Sundays and then I have youth and then I have these other commitments and then where are you going to have time for your husband you know mm. and it's like you literally shadow that like volunteer work is great but I believe in it I believe it builds community I believe it's like participating in the church and everything and like being one in your body in the body price of, of like you know it gives you a, a, a part to play But I think there has to be balance and it's okay to say no. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And not just fill up your whole calendar with all of these agendas of like, oh, this will be great for the church. And this will be great for like, I don't know. I might meet these people who can connect me over here. You know, I don't know how I, I know how the brain works. I went to Bible college, so I I get it. So (laughs) so, um, I don't know. I think it's just, and then two like different commitments and, hobbies, um, and that can be the same I'm speaking from like my point of view, you know, or it might be like, hey, like maybe like don't just offer every like because I'm a photographer, so I have to like my weekends, I do a lot of shoots on the weekends. So having to be like, oh well, I'm actually not gonna be accepting shoots on these couple weekends because I have to balance that with Tyler. So I don't know, work life balance. (laughs) What would you say for you, for your perspective?
3: Um, So I would just add two things. I think this kind of trickles into Adriana's um, thoughts as well. But like, I think boundaries are so healthy. Um, I don't think it's selfish. I think people will try to throw that at you, depending on what they want out of the relationship they have with you. But you know, like at the end of the day, if your spouse, like Adriana was talking about, is prioritized, like being God, and then your spouse, like you don't have to apologize for those boundaries. Depending on, you know, like and again, not some people will totally respect those boundaries and understand, and those are the best of friends and family, family. to have because it's like okay, like that's yeah. that's awesome. They understand that it's mm-hmm. nothing personal and it's nothing, it's nothing. Out of spite, it's just reality <laughs> it's like those are the boundaries that have to be set due to time commitments like I oh. going to play it out and um so there's I don't know some people have a hard time coming to terms with that and sometimes you get something you have to mm-hmm. mature into so that's one thing I would bring up and the other is like I think ultimately you just have to appreciate the time you do have, especially if it's not um pitch perfect you know like some of the times you're going to have together may not be perfect by design or anything like that, but you can definitely find moments of intentionality. You can find moments of joy. You can kind of put yourself in a place of like reflecting on the fact that at least you got to spend that time, or maybe there was some humor in the moment. So I think just kind of living in the moment and learning to appreciate the time that is there goes a lot longer because you always resent not having enough time. Then you're overlooking maybe the quality of the time that you did have. Mm-hmm. So, um, cause you know, like the quantity of time to the original nature of the question is not always going to be unlimited. <laughs> so mm-hmm. there are weeks that are crazier than others. Um, especially like Adriana talked about, she's got a lot of great stuff going on between, photography and choir and then on my side of the spectrum i do a lot of work travel this year the dynamic with that's changed a lot so uh Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to prioritize the the quality over the quantity and uh appreciate that so
0: i love that so much you guys are killing it i'm taking so many minutes (laughs) i'm like "Ah." (laughs) um but my next question is what are some ways that christ has blessed your marriage
2: Wow. So I'm trying to think not just in like, like just a physical manifestation of that. Cause like, mm-hmm. obviously like in our marriage, like we're, our two lives are like physically blended together. So we have a house and like, we have doggies, mango and halo, mango's a Frenchie, and Halo's <laughs> a Husky. So those are our children <laughs> for babies. Um, so like those are like physical blessings, um, of our marriage, but I feel like for Tyler and I, like our marriage is blessed in a way where it's like, we just connect, like, I don't know. I feel like our, we're so opposite that it's perfect Mm -hmm. almost like not perfect, but like our version of perfect. Mm -hmm. So, and that to me is like where we can bless each other and through that marriage where his strengths are my weaknesses and my weakness. Well, how do I say that? His strengths are my <laughs> weaknesses.
3: And then. That makes me sound awesome. No.
2: My strengths are his weaknesses. So like, I'll give a couple, like, examples of that. So like I'm a creative weirdo, I guess. And I'm just kind of out there and just want to go and do things. But yet I do have like introverted tendencies. I will say that. So like I'm more on the extroverted side. But yet like I am I'm a planner. I have to be a planner or else I would be everywhere. Do you know what I'm saying? So like I'm not naturally like that. I feel like God's put me in positions to like have to zone me in and reel me in a little bit because I was not born that way I had to work really hard to like stay on top of things but for Tyler it's like he's so like methodical and structured and he's got like these little methods that work for him And he's organized and I'm not organized (sighs) (laughs) we have like for instance this like thing called mount trap mount clothes more which is like the laundry pile that keeps piling up in our bedroom or like in her office, and it just keeps getting, but he works for, and it like
3: a mountain range. It's, yeah, it's like a mountain range.
2: <laughs> we call it Mount, not, not Mount Trashmore. That was in Virginia Beach. Okay, Mount Clothesport. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> so, like, instead of, like, poking fun, so I feel like he takes my chaos, they're clean clothes, mind you, and, like, we just make a little, Home decoration out of it in a tucked away corner called Mount Closemore. And we don't fight over it. It's just like there. And we know it's just part of the aesthetic. And then eventually when we're feeling adventurous, we tackle it and we climb Mount Closemore. We watch a movie and we have a fun time tackling that. So, like, for me, it's, like, really hard for me to put clothes away right away, okay? That's one of my downfalls. But he's really good at, like, putting everything, like, as soon as he gets something out, he'll, like, put it right away. Or, like, he's just very methodical. So, like, in a practical way, okay? But I feel like that goes a little bit deeper to, like, even the things, like, our dreams and things like I might be like encouraging Tyler to be like, Hey, like let's dream more. Like, why are you just stopping here? Like, just because it's too practical or impractical, like let's be crazy. And like, let's do this, you know, Mm -hmm. but yet he'll have like the methods to be like, okay, let's do this sound though. Let's not be like, woo woo. Let's think about the logistics, the logistics of everything. And while we can still, be open to exploring all of these grand creative possibilities that we could achieve or travel desires or how we want to financially prepare. And like for our family and like all these things, it's like we kind of blend together just Mm -hmm. right in our marriage. So I feel like that's such a blessing where it's like, we're so opposite in those ways, but yet like he's got this goofy side to him like I do and I have to like, well, I used to have to pull it out of him, but now it's just like, geez, man, can you not like grab my pants and pull them away from me and snap it back like a rubber? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like, just Teasing and stuff like middle school stuff. Oh, can be in the belly button being goofy, and but yeah, you did it before the podcast came on. Yeah, you know you were doing it, but. My or way. just, like, going in for a little kiss and then he sticks his tongue out at me or whatever, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. How do you feel like God blessed our marriage,
3: boo? Well, I mean, I think the way you described it was a really good example. I think um, I don't have a lot to add because you, like, gave a lot of really good examples there. <laughs> um, I, I guess in total, I mean, for someone, I guess depending on what season of life you're in, I know a lot of people will, like, are they aspire to be married or they are married or maybe like you, like maybe you're like on the verge of being married and everybody's kind of like in a different spot. And, um, I, I don't know, like I never really like aspired to be married in the season of life we got married. So like to see it kind of evolve has been really cool to me. Cause I feel like it's definitely, made me grow a lot um I'll, going back to like watching our wedding video the other day there was a comment i made even the wedding video i was like i always joke that me and adriana or adriana came around too soon because like that season of life i was not even remotely like thinking about getting married or necessarily dating seriously or anything like that and then it's like when i met her we got super serious within a very short amount of time but we were like on the, we didn't get married like in six months or anything like that but relatively speaking we got married Pretty quick. And so it, a it,
2: year and nine months after yeah. we started dating.
3: Yeah. Like it matured pretty fast into something we knew we wanted to get married and it came to fruition. So yeah. I think just the, um, just the growth, you know, I think God has a way of um, putting someone in your life. Um, I'm not a big believer in like necessarily the one. I think, you know, there's a lot of soul searching when it comes to marriage in terms of like finding someone obviously and like they become the one because of the commitment that you put into the relationship I'm not like a personally a big believer in like oh like god has this one person on a pedestal or anything like that but i'd say i like to say this is like um for me adriana's been really awesome to be married to just because the the growth the personal growth that's come out of it being in a committed relationship and like having to learn what that looks like and having to learn what it's like to to care about somebody else and care about their needs and like not be selfish, you know, like that comes pretty naturally to me. I'm an only child. Well
2: can we put that in there? It's like I grew up as an only child and Tyler and, and we adopted my I have to play I have a sister and we adopted her when uh, I was thirteen and she was three. However, I grew up as an only child. And Tyler grew up as an only child, so this has been a great dynamic and stretching for both of us. Yes, <laughs> yes. Listen, hint, hint. If you need some advice down the road, <laughs> only child. <laughs> yeah. I love
3: it. I would say, like all you know, all said, like especially if for people who aren't married yet, like you kind of have to go into it knowing that you're going to have to grow as well. Um, And so that said, in terms of like the way that God can bless your marriage, like blessings aren't always like things that we perceive as being, um, you know, like fun and cupcakey and wonderful. Like sometimes the blessing is like the hard stuff, which is like, oh, like I had to grow in that area because it's something maybe I wouldn't have considered growing in prior to being married and so just like being open to that a is going to help strengthen any marriage like being self-aware enough to be open to growing but also too just like recognizing when you do grow that oh wow like that actually was valuable you know mm-hmm. like there's there's value in my growth in certain areas and hopefully arduino feels the same like mm-hmm. in the areas that she's grown along the way so Uh, again, the blessings are not always the glamorous stuff. Sometimes it's like the actual stuff that is dirty, but has a lot of value and is like (laughs) the cornerstone to any good relationship.
1: Mm -hmm. Love that. How do you guys see the Holy Spirit working in each other?
2: So, so the Holy Spirit, He is always Um, I know with me, he's always keeping me in check. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be real. Um, Most of the time, the Holy Spirit's just like, "Mm, Adriana. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Lord. Yes. I feel like the Holy Spirit is in our marriage in such a practical way. And he is, um, I don't know. A lot of times I'll hear him just like, be on top of me about, like, reacting to something in our marriage before, like, before I had the opportunity to react. So that's how, like, okay, uh, that's more, like, recent how I feel like I've had some, like, recent examples or whatever. But, like, knowing my tendencies and how I would react in conflict, because let's not be, um, let's not be in denial, because there's always conflict, not all the time, but it happens in marriage. Yeah. Um, or like things that like are triggers for me. So like even going back to like mental health, like I, I actually battle to this day with really bad anxiety and I have to constantly have the Holy Spirit help me and not like pairing Tyler, connecting Tyler to things of my past that are triggers for anxiety. So if he says something or does something, he has a different intent behind that, but that might be a trigger for something that was like negative in my past where I would normally react out of like anxiety or like even have it lead to like a panic attack or something like that. You know what I'm saying? And I still battle that to this day if I'm being completely open. Yeah. Um, But it's improved upon when I listen to the Holy Spirit and I like center myself in him. Before reacting or letting my brain go somewhere where it's like, I don't know, where where on earth are you getting these thoughts from? And, like, why are you projecting this on your husband? Or, like, why are you, like, let's not project things that haven't happened. So, <laughs> so it will be, like, don't project something that hasn't happened before you even have a conversation with your husband about it. Mm-hmm. And don't react this way. Or he'll just give me words to say or, like, a way of handling a conflict or a way of handling life in general, um, when I allow the Holy Spirit to help me in that, where it's, like, building our marriage together instead of, like, nitpicking it apart, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, for instance, um, (laughs) here's the—you want to know a funny, like, actual— Marriage, like reality, like thing that is like a battle for me and Tyler right now is pickleball. Um, because <laughs> it's legit, okay. Tyler is a very competitive individual, okay. Pickleball player. He is a pickleball player. I don't know whoever plays pickleball, mm-hmm. like drop an emoji with a little tennis ball bring or, or whatever. <laughs> you get you get get yeah, yeah, bring under- up
3: counseling
1: because
2: <laughs> <laughs> pickleball has literally, like, um, tested our marriage because it's an addicting sport, and yet it brings out everything because Tyler is a very competitive individual, and I'm not really that competitive. I mean, I like success, but I'm more of like, you did such a good job. You go, you, and I'll suck and, like, whatever, you know? But, like, Tyler, if I'm playing on his team... Like I'm not as good as pickle at uh, pickleball as Tyler, but if I'm on his team and I am hitting the net like every time. Tyler looks at me with like utter disappointment in his eyes and his face, and he'll start breathing really heavy and he'll be like, Are "You freaking kidding me right now! Like, I'm sorry, I suck," you know, <laughs> sucks, you know? <laughs> it's like this thing. And then I start playing worse because then I get anxiety about it, thinking that I'm going to hit the net every time. And then I hit the net. And then, like, we'll play with our friends, and then our friends look at me, and they're like, it's okay, Adriana. And I'm like, no, it's not okay. I'm sucking right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's, like, this thing, and then, like, his competitiveness will, like, trigger me to be like, it's too much tension. I don't like tension in the room. And I'll be like, oh. So, like, that is, like, one thing that we're still working. But, like, then it allows us to, like, communicate, and I'll be like, Hey Tyler, the way you yelled <laughs> at that pickleball made me feel sad. <laughs> well, <laughs> I feel like, Can you not yell at the pickleball next time? Like <laughs> a
3: pickleball's
2: credit. The pickleball has no
3: feelings. Yet. <laughs> I, know, I know,
2: but but then like I'm like, it, it just makes me feel sad. I don't know why. It just triggers me, and I just don't like feeling sad. So it allows us to communicate about those things, and then he'll adapt. Sometimes. And when he does adapt sometimes, it's great. And we have a good time. So it's a hate love relationship.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It's such a real example. I love that.
2: I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah.
3: (laughs) So I guess like throughout your uh, again, like when you're married to someone, like you obviously you want to see their success and you want to see their strong points and stuff and you want to see them, um, like, you want to see the best version of them, right? So I think, like, what's cool at at times with Adriana, like, when you really see the Holy Spirit working through her is, like, like, you see the good qualities about her really shine through, especially, like, Adriana is really good with people. I'm more so, like, reserved, I guess. It's not to say I don't have friends. I guess it's just my relationship building is a little bit... Nuanced compared to hers, or what have you. you so, have like, one friend,
2: though. what's that? You have like one friend,
3: <laughs> it doesn't make me like good at <laughs> relationships,
2: but like, you're good with that relationship,
3: yeah. But I guess that's where it's going. You know,
2: <laughs> He's friends with all of my like girlfriends' husbands, I,
3: yeah. yeah I, I, I definitely am. And I think for guys, what relationships look like is vastly different, too. Right? I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's good or bad, I'm just saying, like, guys don't perceive relationships always the same way. Uh, That said, like, I do think that's an area that Adriana, like, may not even recognize herself at times, but like, I feel like she's really been a good friend to a lot of people and maybe been an answer to a lot of people's need in a certain way of being friendship, whether that be an ear to someone to talk to, whether it be, she's really good at like connecting people who, might need something from another person and like not being selfish about that and just being like, Hey, like, you know, you guys seem like you could be great friends for these reasons. Like I'm going to step away and not like take credit. Cause I want you guys to see how that evolve. And I think those are all really positive things. And I think that's where Adriana thrives. Like she's just really good with people. But again, like the flip side of that is if you're in a rut, you're not like thriving. Right. So like to be on good, like, with the Holy, to be walking with the Holy Spirit, that like optimizes those giftings, right? So, I think it's really neat is when you can see your spouse's like gifts being optimized.
2: What about when I'm not operating Holy Spirit in the friend world?
3: Yeah, yeah, it's a story. <laughs> uh, like, largely doesn't want to talk to people.
2: Um, Anti-social. Uh, yeah. so, woe is me. The world hates me. <laughs> I, I no friends. <laughs> yeah
3: absolutely so yeah that's like a perfect example in terms of that um and then i think um i guess just kind of like to take from my own perspective too like and i guess hear me out on this you know like in terms of being like in a marriage the head of the house and like just kind of leading a family um Albeit, will be like already alluded to, like for us, it's really just me and Adriana Mid-out. and the dogs and the plants. Okay.
1: Uh,
3: <laughs> Can't forget that, about the plants. That's, <laughs> no, that's sad. Uh, there's like, you know, like, and I say this too, like, especially for women, like you may not always see what your husband is thinking, but a lot of that can be like very, well, hopefully it is, but I know like for myself, sometimes a lot of what i'm thinking is very much like prayerful like it may not look like me on my knees like begging god for direction or like an answer to uh a marriage mountain we're going up against or whatever but it's like it's just there's a lot of um i guess the best way to put it is there's like, there's like a lot of meditation in terms of like okay when you're the head of the household like especially like one of the big things Adriana talks about is like, she's very much a visionary. And for me, I'm kind of like the, the navigator so to speak and put in that context, like sometimes too, even as navigator, like you really want to lie, rely on the Holy spirit to be like, okay, like, is this something we need to pursue? Is this something we need to be patient about? You know, is this something we need to act on? And so like, in terms of like seeing the Holy spirit within our marriage, it's like, as the husband, like, I pray that whatever current husbands or future husbands or husbands-to-be are listening, like, taking that time um and not acting, you know, impulsively or quickly, like, being comfortable, even telling – and Adriana can probably attest to this – there are sometimes Adriana will be, like, very anxious about me to make a decision, and I'm like, like, no. Like, I don't have an answer right now, so, like, let's just <laughs> – take the pressure off give me some time and sometimes it may be communicated as let me think about it but really what i'm like saying when i say let me think about it is more so like i'm really praying about it like it may not again it may not be like me on my knees like crying out to god like oh god what's the perfect answer to this but sometimes it's just like waiting for the holy spirit to kind of like and being patient enough to wait till the Holy Spirit like gives that guidance or gives that impression. And, and I think that's like one of those things that when you're in a marriage, it's hard. It sounds like, especially in the world we live today, it sounds so what's the term like instant,
2: like instant gratification.
3: No, I guess sort of like, this is more so like that can come across as like hyper masculinity or whatever. Like um, we're going to do what I say, but it's not really, that's not my intention of saying that it's just more like, um, you know, like there is a level of responsibility that I guess from the way the Bible like defines marriage. So it's like, as a guy, sometimes you almost feel like the bad guy. Cause you're like, no, I don't think we should do that. But you know, your spouse, like really might desire something or wants to act on it. And that's like, I guess one of the, like the difficult, weights of responsibility is like you don't want to be the bad guy yet at the same time you're trying to be like mindful of the holy spirit and be like okay is this like am i for sure on what i'm hearing or is it one of those things that god's like oh like there's no right answer just proceed however because i'm going to bless it regardless so there's a lot of like weight to that and um
2: i think it's like the communication style though that you because like if you're looking at your spouse as like your teammate like you're going to speak to them like a team member not like you're like, yes, father, you know, like you're like, I'm like, um, I'm your wife. Thank you very much. Um, I am not your daughter, you know? So like speaking to one another in the same way, like for me to speak to my husband with honor is like, you're my husband. You are not my little brother. Like this is a marriage and we're a team. And so I think it's like the way you communicate and the way you say things with tone and like all of the above, it just goes an extra mile when you're trying to like, even communicate something that you're hearing from God. Like I would say like you can communicate what you're hearing from the Holy Spirit, but like the way you say it, (laughs) you know, that's you got to make sure you're led by the Holy Spirit with like the way you deliver it to just add to what tyler was
1: saying to that i love that thank you guys so much for coming on and talking we really enjoyed the conversation and you guys brought so much insight and we just really appreciate you it's funny because as i'm listening to you guys talk you remind me of jared and lily just because of the dreamer and realist Type <laughs> relationship because that's very but, much them.
3: I mean, relationship, right? There. Speaking Purple's of Sherry and Billy, <laughs>
1: really, really
2: quick, can we just talk about the last flash that she was <laughs> yeah, true. true? So, when I saw that on Instagram, I was like, no way, is this an aquamarine like, like, wedding shower? <laughs> and when I yes, literally ma'am. broke watching Aquamarine, I was like, Raymond! And like, we would like, I remember we'd sit like on my trampoline after watching Aquamarine and we'd eat gummy worms, like the movie, and like, yes. we'd just eat them all. And we always had gummy worms when we were watching Aquamarine. So that was really cute. And that looked adorable. Like your wedding shower looks amazing thank you so it was all Addison like she did that from the ground up so
1: I had help from people but thank you
2: yes yes Addison you did you you did good things thank you thank you <laughs> thank you You're welcome.
1: stay tuned for flavor of the week
0: All right, okay. y'all. It's time for Flavor of the Week. So to get us started this week, we're going to get started with our guests, Adriana and Tyler. So you guys, what are your Flavor of the Week this week?
2: Okay, so my Flavor of the Week is mint chocolate chip. No. Um, so, yes. <laughs> um, so my Flavor that gets me through the week is like when I, so this week, just like being in the car I feel like I've been in the car a lot this week (laughs) so we've been going like hiking and like climbing a couple different mountains and Mm -hmm. being in the fall like essence of fall and I think whenever like I'm driving or it's literally just feeling like one with God while I'm like driving and um just being in like intentional and fully mindful so I don't even want to say it's like something very I guess it's specific but I think it's like specifically being intentional with like connecting with God or if it's like a song that I've heard like on the radio and um I've really I know I, I have to rehearse a lot of songs for um the choir and mm-hmm. we're doing like this new release here soon um mm-hmm. for some new music coming out so like being able to hear and, like, listening to some of the new music has, like, really connected me because it's, like, something fresh, too, <laughs> um, outside of just, like, standard word time. But um, I think it's just, like, enjoying being out in God's creation and um, being intentional and prayerful mm. with, um, while I'm driving or if it's while we've been hiking this week. So that's been my flavor.
1: Mm. What about you, Tyler?
3: Uh, I guess I was trying to associate it with kind of like my feelings for the day because, like, I, truthfully, I was off today, which is awesome. <laughs> um, oh, that's awesome! Yeah, thanks, Columbus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I was having yeah. to remind, was just remind myself like why I get today off, right? Right. One um, well, of the minor holidays. That said, though, uh, I was just thinking about like just being grateful. I guess in terms of this time of year and um I, I don't know it's something about maybe it's just even in part because the way the seasons are changing or what have you but um on one hand it's like the days are getting shorter which mm-hmm. i hate and it like does something to your mood and it's kind of easy to fall into like oh like we're losing daylight but i'm not trying to like necessarily do a look back to what i said earlier but just like the quality of the time you have. And so like almost being grateful of like, okay, like this is the the entire day I get in this time of year, this season of the year. So like, how are you going to maximize that and also be grateful for like the rest too. Right. Because there's probably a lot more downtime during this time of year, given that you can't necessarily be outside if you're someone that's like a go getter and has all these projects and so Mm -hmm. forth. So, Um, I don't know. For me today, it was interesting being off because I really enjoyed the time that I had off. It was awesome. And then it was like, as it was getting dark, it was like, like, okay, I can rest. Right. And so, um, I guess for flavor of the day, uh, as cliche as it is, especially as we're in like October, November, (laughs) it's like the kind of the season of being grateful and having Thanksgiving. So, Mm -hmm. um, I
0: don't know, that's my two cents going um, into the flavor of the day. love it. I love it. What about you, Addison?
1: Mine would be getting to go back to Silva this week. I got to go see Lily, um, but specifically on Saturday night at like 10 o'clock we were sitting on her couch uh, going through Proverbs, which we both had read through it. Um, so that was just something really sweet. What about you, Lily?
0: That's so sweet. Um, mine would definitely be this past Sunday. Um, I so I was, backstory, I was baptized as a baby. Um, I did infant baptism and I'd say for like a year, honestly, this past year, it's just been like on my heart, like more and more, like to do believer's baptism. And I officially did my believer's baptism yeah, this past did. Sunday.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely
0: awesome. a huge highlight. So that would be mine.
1: <laughs> That's so cute. Well, thank you guys again so much for coming on. And that is it for this week. And we will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.
3: Bye.